0: Good evening to those in the social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you again with our Saturday night message. We are so glad to be able to come into your home through your devices and be a blessing to you. We're always excited to, excited to uh, speak a word over your life. and Once again, if you enjoying these messages, um, share them with your family and friends. For those who click on like the message. We appreciate you for listening and, and allowing us to just speak into your life. And we pray like, so we're being a blessing to you. Uh, we're going to continue on this journey um, about the new year. Okay. Living changed in the new year, living changed. You know, maybe you need, and we all probably need to change something, but maybe you feel like you need to change something from last year, going to this year, and and you know, we believe you're praying about it. I seeking God as to to what changes you make, and then ask God to help you with those changes. You know, to be a blessing, to be a most of all a blessing for the kingdom. You know, to be a blessing to other people. You know, and we know you God's gonna bless you. But he blesses us to be a blessed and so we pray that you would just seek god but we want to speak a word into your life tonight we're going to talk about um new a new year for new labels okay new year new labels and so we understand that hey okay, we can put labels on so every year um we're inundated you know with the latest get fit quit fast and tips to become a new you in the new year. We see all these things. And so when we know it, it can be exhausting trying to um reinvent ourselves every January to keep up with, with who the world thinks we should be. Okay. Our striving and struggling rarely results in acceptance or fulfillment. Okay. Instead, people assign new labels to us that only make us question our identity more. So we know where there's different labels. And so, different things we come in new year, people say, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. Different things, trying to reinvent yourself and become better in areas. And so, and you know, we see it maybe a lot of things on TV, even through social media now. Um, and maybe you're struggling. You know, you're struggling with this acceptance. And but instead, you know, what what we do when we give these labels, as it says here, we begin to question our identity. And identity is important. It's extremely important to know who you are. Okay. Who you are. And so what society has done, and even we've done to ourselves, is put labels on ourselves. And so not everyone likes to be labeled. Most of us don't really like to be labeled, you know, with certain things, especially if that um is inaccurate. But that's because labels are often overgeneralized; They're restrictive and inaccurate. So you don't want to be labeled if the label you have is you no know, restricting you or inactive you, you know, society or some matter Like I said, improving yourself. The label doesn't fit you. They, they come, these labels, they come with a set of assumptions, which can be very negative, And they frequently highlight our worst qualities or our biggest mistakes. Labels don't leave room. For differences, growth, and redemption. So when you're being labeled and that label is restricting you and the label is negative, and, and it says here, you know, maybe those labels, most of the times highlight our mistakes. You know, maybe you've been to prison. Maybe you've made a major mistake. Maybe you've had a divorce. You know, so you're labeled as excuse me, you're labeled as, you know, something negative. And as I said here, you don't, they don't leave room for no growth, no redemption, because sometimes people can label you as things. And maybe you did that 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or maybe you did it last year. Maybe you did it last year and they will never let you forget that thing. So leave no room for differences. So, we got to be careful with labels, as far as labels. So we we, we, we wear labels, uh, whether we buy into the label that others have put on us or we put them on ourselves. So we wear these labels. So it doesn't matter. Maybe you, somebody else put it on you, that's it. Or maybe you put it on yourself. All too often, we allow those labels to limit us and tell us we're just not enough. Now looking, focus on that word just. You're just not enough. We say things like that, just now look at the word just. Is is it adds with we add this teeny, insignificant word when describing ourselves and allowing the labels to disqualify us. That's that word that. A four-letter word just can limit you or disqualify you from what God called you to do or what God's calling you to do. You say, I'm just. You probably heard countless people say this, him you know, saying maybe you you've even said it to yourself, okay? That I'm just a high school student or I'm just an addict or I'm just a mom. I'm just a dad. You know, I'm just this. Okay. I'm just, and you know, and the thing, you've been heartbroken. But I want to read this scripture to you because maybe you've been heartbroken by these labels that have been put on you. Maybe last year, you know, labels were put on you and you're carrying those labels into the new year. To say, you know what, this is my labor, This is what I'm. Being. Well, I want to speak worthy. You're not gonna be what you were last year. So, I I challenge you to take off the label that you had on last year and begin to seek God and ask God who you are. Who are you? Who are you going forward in the you in the year 2023? I'm just So look at the scripture, songs 147.3. Songs 147.3, I'm reading from the New Living Trend. It says he heals the brokenhearted and bangs their wounds. OK, so maybe you was wounded last year. Maybe you were hurt, you know, and that, that that label is on you. Your family put it on you. Society has put it on you. Well, as I said, you put it on yourself. But God says here, He heals the brokenhearted and bands up their wounds. So God wants to heal you of what you experienced, of that labor's been put on you. That's not you. Let me say this to you: You are not what you did, okay? Or you are not your circumstance. You are not your situation. Don't labor yourself. By what's happening to you right now. Okay. Don't labor yourself like that. But it says he heals the broken heart and bands up their wounds. So God specialized in healing you. Jesus died for that. For your emotional well-being, your physical well-being. He died for that. So he heals. You need to know that today. He heals the broken heart and bands up their wounds. And that's Psalms one forty. 147 and three. He does that. The truth is, let me say this here. I want you to listen to this really closely. You are not your age. Okay. You are not your employment status. You're not your diagnosis. You're not your marriage status. You are not your struggle or your past. So those labels may be descriptor of your situation your season or your trial but your true identity is in who god says you are and nothing else now let me go back to that again guys. i think i feel need to be, you are not your a hey, i know they said you know and we hear things like well when you get old you know you're gonna be sick and this and that you can have all this kind of stuff and you know, society says when you get old, you're going to have diabetes and high blood pressure and all this kind of stuff. You know, that's not what God says about you. That's not what God says about you. God's not, you're not your employment status. You may be unemployed right now, but that's not you. Don't identify, don't label yourself as you would never get a good job. Don't pay attention to that. You're not your diagnosis. Doctor may have told you that you're going to die. You may have cancer, whatever kind of cancer it is, but by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. What are you? You are the healed. You need to switch labels. Okay. You need to take off the I'm going to die label and put on by his stripes, I'm healed label. I am the healed. Okay. You're not your master. Maybe you went through a divorce last year and at the divorce, has broken your heart. You're hurt by it. Well, once my, my first gift, as I said, he heals the broken heart and bands up their wounds. But you're not your, your marriage style. Maybe you went through divorce. Separation. But that's not you. That's just what's happened to you. And once again, it describes what you're going through now, but that's not your true identity. You're not your struggle. You're not your past. Those things, those are just, Descriptions of your situation or of your season, you may be in a season of struggle. Okay. A street of season where you're sick. Okay. But that's not the end of your story. That is not where you're going to end up. You may be in a season where you're going through a trial, but understand, I want to say this again, but your true identity is in who God says you are and nothing else so don't receive any other label besides what God says about you. Don't receive any other label. You have to declare that all your life that even though don't go by what you see. Don't go by what you see. Go by what God says. Don't go by, let me say it again. Don't go by what you see, but go by what God says you yeah. are. Let's read Romans uh, 8. And 37. And I want to read, uh, What well, I'm going to read a little bit more of that. I'm going to start back at um, verse 35. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation, Romans eight thirty-five through 37. I might even read that, go to 38. But it says, Can anything ever separ- separate us from Christ's love? Ask the question. Does it mean you? He no longer loves us. If we have trouble, if we have calamity, or are persecuted, or hungry, or are destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death, as the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day, and we are being slaughtered like sheep. But listen to what thirty-seven says. Thirty-seven says, no. In spite of all these things. Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. And 38 says, and I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from Christ's love, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons. These are our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. So listen to that. So listen listen to all these labels. I want to go back to verse 35 here and listen to all the labels that can be placed on you that didn't come from God. It says, does it mean that he no longer of us, love us if we are in trouble? So you can be labeled as a troublemaker or in trouble. Calamity. Here's another label. Persecuted. Here's another label: hungry. So you're the hungered, or the destitute. Here, that's another label, or in danger. That's another label. Cause you like to be in danger through things you put yourself through, or p- other people's putting on you. Threatened by death. What were we just talking about? Cancer, cancer, threatens your death. Sickness is threatening your life. So are you going to receive that label? He says, "Don't receive." But he says, "None of those labels." separate us from the love of God so in spite of your situation your circumstances you need to be convinced and you need to get in the word and be convinced that God loves me in spite of what I'm experiencing right now because this what I'm going through is not my labor this is not my story that's not my story That's not your story. Your story is that you're healed, you're delivered, you're set free. You've been born again. You're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You are overcomer. Those things, those are the labels that you need to start speaking out of your mouth. You may not see it yet, but you got to believe that. But he says none of those things are going to separate us from the love of God. It's not going to do it. Okay, it's not gonna do it. So how can we be more than conquerors? Conquerors, check this out. Conquerors have the victory and the spoils of the war, but guess what? But they, but they have to fight to get them. Okay, that's what a conqueror. Does. Okay, conqueror has the have the victory and the spoils of it, the but they have to fight for them. But we are more than conquerors. Check this out. We're more because. We have the victories, and we have all the spoils of the war. But guess what? Well, we didn't have to do the fighting. Man, that's powerful right there. You need to get that. So guess what? We're more than conquerors because we got everything. We got the victory of the of the battle, and we got the spoils from the war. But we didn't have to do no fighting. Jesus won. Fought and won this battle for us, and all we have to do is receive the benefit. Jesus and already fought the battle for sickness, for prosperity, for peace, for love, for joy. He fought the battle for all, he did that on Calvary. Okay, he did all that. So, all we got to do is receive the benefits of what he did for us. He fought it for us. He fought that for us. All you got to do is be a beneficiary of what he did. So that means we are, we're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors. He fought it for us. We didn't have to do the fighting. Jesus fought your about 2,000 years ago. So all you have to do is receive the label of a more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You're more than conquerors. Okay. You're more than conquerors. The next scripture I want to read is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 17 and 18. Okay. Corinthians 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 17 and 18. It says this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Guess what tonight? You are a new person. The old life is gone. The new life has begun. And all of this is, check this out, is a gift from God. Remember, I just read. We didn't, we're more than a conference. Why? Because Jesus fought the battle, won everything for us, and gave us the benefits of it. All we had to do is receive it. So all you gotta do now is receive it. So all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. So if any man new, then I'm gonna read it from the King, New Kings. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. That's King James Version. So you are new. okay? so that means you're new. So you don't have the old labels or you don't have the old labels of 2022. okay? whatever they labeled you at, you need to keep this label that you are a new person through Jesus Christ. So so let me explain. Let me get into this a little bit, because so how did you be? Become a new person because you say I'm still experiencing the same old stuff, going through the same old thing, how become new. As Jesus said in John 6 and 63, it is the spirit that quickens, and the flesh profits nothing. And the words that I speak to you, this is John 63, their spirit and their life. It, it is the spirit well, the spirit and the spirit man. That is it's really important, not the flesh. So when we're talking about being made a new person in Christ, either it is your spirit that was made new, not your flesh. So prior to salvation, a lost person had a dead spirit. It doesn't matter if he obtained great wealth or influence in the flesh. His spirit is dead and separated from God. So it doesn't matter how good you were when you wasn't saved. And if you're not saved right now, all the good things that you're doing, thank God for it, that you're prospering, but it doesn't do anything good. It doesn't, your spirit is still dead. Okay. You're still separated from God. But as Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And that's, you find that in Mark 8 and 36, but upon salvation, there is a total change that takes place. Not in your flesh or your soul, but in your spirit. So when you got when you get saved, what gets saved? Your spirit, not your soul or your body. They are they are become totally new. Okay. By observation, you can see this is not speaking of your body, your soul. Okay. If you were fat before you got saved, then guess what? You will still be fat after you get saved. You don't instantly change and all things become new. You doesn't, you, you don't instantly change all things become new in the flesh. Okay. It is obvious too obvious that this is speaking is not speaking of your soul. So when it's talking about when, when Paul wrote this, he wasn't talking about your body or your soul. He was talking about your spirit. Okay. Now, if you if you were stupid before you got saved, you will be stupid after you get saved until you renew your mind. Okay. Now I'm not saying you gotta remain stupid. Once you renew you renew your mind with God, you become small smarter because you get the wisdom of Christ. But at salvation, our spirits get born again and they become totally new and identical to Christ because it is the spirit of Christ that has been shed abroad in our hearts, okay? So understand, you may be saying, "What? what? you say I'm, I'm a new creature. Your spirit has been made, made new. So you got to believe how you know what's in your spirit, where you get into the word. And the word will tell you who you are. And those are the labels that you begin to place on yourself. Okay, the word is what tells you Gives you your true identity, not your circumstances, not your situation, not the things that come from the world It says. Not the neighborhood you live in. No, it is God who gives you your true identity. So let me tell you who you are in Christ. Let me give you some help. Let me give you some things that you need to speak over your life. So you are Beautiful. You are capable and worthy. Those are the things you need to start speaking. You gotta say, you know what? You need to say that with me. I am beautiful. I am capable. I am worthy. You need to say, I am made new in Christ. Speak this that, hey, that I was not given the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Those are the things, those are the labels you need to put on it. Speak this you you are more than a conqueror in Christ who gives you strength. Okay, here's what speak this over your life. You you were created, I am created on purpose for purpose. Let me say it again. You were created on purpose for a purpose. God created you on purpose for a purpose. Here's the most important thing you know. You need to speak of your life that you are loved. You need to say I am loved. That you need to say I am chosen. You need to say that I am enough for the woman who experienced a divorce right now. Maybe you feel like you're not. No, you need to declare I am enough. Even or for the man who experienced saying that I am enough. The person who's homeless, I am enough. I'm more than a conqueror. Those are the things you need to speak over your life because that's what God says about you. Okay? That's what he says about you. He loves you with an everlasting love. I know you may, be, may not feel like you love, but love is not based on a feeling. Okay? You need to understand that it's not based on how you feel. It is what God says about you. And things are going to change as you make the declaration, as you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into that place of prosperity and success. But you need to start declaring it right now. Because as you begin to declare those things, and you believe what the word of God says about then there's going to be a corresponding action as to what you believe about what God says about you. Here's the last scripture tonight. I'm going to read Colossians chapter 3. Verse 12, read it from a New Living Translation. It says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loved, you must clothe yourself with tender hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So since God God chose you, yes, you, you that person who don't think that nobody likes you or nobody wants you. Or, you know what, you're not worthy. No, God chose you. That, yes, you. The person who nobody likes, nobody want to be around. You know, everybody want to label you as a misfit. You're never going to be anything. Yeah, God loves you. He chose you. But he says he chose you to be holy people. He loves Holiness is your identity. That's part of your identity. You got to believe you're holy. Then you begin to walk in holiness. See, there are a lot of us saying, you know, okay, because you're doing holy things that make you holy. But you're only doing those holy things because out of fear or out of guilt. No, but when you believe that you've been made holy, the Bible said we were made holy. By, by what Jesus did. You're not holy because of the good things you do because you don't smoke and you don't chew and you don't run with those who do. No, you hold. You were first made holy by the Holy Spirit. And then once you start believing what the Holy Spirit has done on the inside of you, then you begin to walk it out. And so he says, this is your identity. You're holy. You've been chosen. And then what, what do holy and chosen people do? You close yourself with this tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. You begin to walk in that when you believe, when you take on the label of being chosen and being holy. So think, think about all the labels you've taken over the, the last year in 2022 and over, even over a lifetime. How many do you wear? That is contrary to what God says about you in the Bible. How many labels are you wearing that's contrary to what God says? I want you to take inventory tonight. and I did to take inventory myself. How many labels are we wearing that, that, that we have taken on that God didn't say about us in the Bible? And see, it's what we need to do. Identify these areas in your life. That make us feel shameful and insecure and fearful. Okay. Take take inventory. Otherwise, look, identify those areas. And then ask God to show you what labels are wearing you down and ask him to help you share them. Ask God. You just need to pray about, okay, God, what labels am I wearing? What labels have I taken on that you didn't say about me? And God, help me to shed those. Help me to believe what you said about me. That's going to be my prayer. I don't know about you, but I'm going to pray that prayer because I need the Holy Spirit to shed light on things in my life. And also you need to shed things in your life that if we are wearing labels that he said that's not you, then we need to shed those labels and ask him to help us believe in what he said about us. But you need to allow God to help you align your identity with biblical truth so we can live this, this year, 2023, okay, as a child of God that he called us to be. So help, help ask God, you want to align your identity with biblical truth. And then watch you be successful. Watch you have a successful 2023, but you got to first ask God to help you and then help him. Share, and I guarantee he will help you shed those labels, those negative labels, that things that people have said about you or maybe you said about yourself that don't line up with his word. And so let's pray for that tonight. Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for those who are listening, those who will listen even after this recording. But God, I speak uh, blessings over their life. God, I pray that they will begin to understand who they are in you. And God, I come against the labels that have been placed on them by society, by situations and circumstances, Or even God by the labor that they have placed on themselves that don't line up with your word. And we come against it. Satan, we bind you and we cancel the assignment that you are, that you have placed on their life, that you are coming after them. And we rebuke you and we, Holy Spirit, I pray you will minister to those who will hear this message tonight and let them know that they are love and they are, the chosen and they are holy and they are righteous because of what you did on Calvary, that they are capable, that they are beautiful, that they are made new in Christ Jesus, that they are the hidden and the tail above and not beneath, that they are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. We receive that by faith. I pray God, I receive that for them by faith. Pray that they receive that and begin to walk in it in the anointing that you have placed on their life. And I give you all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, amen. Once again, we thank you for listening to us tonight. We thank you. Once again, I just wanna, I feel strong about this. New labels, okay. New year, new year, new labels. Change the label, the things that you said about yourself that don't lie for Christ. And I believe God is going to do great things for you in this year as you change those labels and begin to believe what God says about you. And I, once again, I thank you for listening. I've enjoyed the time spending with you. And once again, we will come out with you again next week. Continue on this living, changing a new year. May God bless you and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.